Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. All right, big uh, 1 o'clock hour coming up. Dom with you coming to your calls at 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get on board. A couple of uh, quick things. We're talking about side question today. Something associated with capitalism. It's the anniversary of the dropping of the Communist Manifesto. Oh, man. And I'm looking at uh, a story over in New Jersey, and we're looking a new poll. Now, remember, it's Jersey that is extremely progressive. Residents are divided on a plan to phase out sales of new gas-powered vehicles by 2035. That's what Murphy wants to do. New Jersey residents worried about EV costs are divided over the plan to stop selling new gas-powered vehicles in 11 years. I'll give you more details throughout the show, but it's a pretty close call there. And for Jersey, that's remarkable. In addition to which, uh, Joe Biden moving back for now on EV uh, mandates and pushes and all the rest of it until he gets reelected, then we'll see it again. And this is an area where I think President Trump is entertaining, interesting. Uh, just has to connect the dots a little bit more closely, but he's got the uh, instinct on this, and he did it with uh, Laura Ingram last night. Uh, he uh, talked about, yeah, Jim, this is cut six. These are all wrapped together. The, the whole issue of uh, you have to have an electric vehicle, you can only shower with a certain amount of water, the low-flow toilet, the dishwashers, the gas stoves, and the uh, new uh, getting rid of fossil fuels. You can't have the car you want. These are all put together. Here's a little bit of what President Trump said with Laura Ingram. Do you believe the push to control um, gas stoves, you know, how far you could drive by forcing people into electric vehicles, all the, the, the new edicts that they really want to push out? What's really behind that? Do you believe there's a, a bigger agenda to kind of control movement, control people's freedom of movement? Well, a lot of people said that. I'm not sure. I, I just think they maybe are just mixed up or confused. They come out with uh, faucets where no water comes out. You know, if you go and buy a home and they know what I mean, the showers, you stand under a shower and there's no water coming and you're saying you're, you end up standing there five times longer. Uh, but they want that. They want they want the well, dishwashers to be changed. The, all of that is part of the agenda. So in Ohio, you have a great company that came to me, the dish, a dishwasher company, one of the biggest and finest companies. But they were going out of business. They said, we're not allowed to use water. All right. So um, he went on to talk about that versus the Chinese. Um, I think Ingram's on to something there that President Trump could pick up on a little bit more. It's not just the environment. It's about big government. It's about more just control of our everyday lives. I don't mean in the sense of 1984 or something like that, but just they know better, the experts. And they are almost pathological when it comes to control of whatever they can get into our uh, houses, our cars, etc. That's what she's getting at there. 
pick up on that a little bit more. He, he's got it when he's on, the, you know, at rallies and all telling people about this. Talk about electric vehicles a little bit more. You know, put some facts out there. How much this is costing, how limiting. My point is, even in New Jersey now, the polling indicates people are against this. It's not 70 to 30 against this, but in Jersey, this used to be the mantra of a progressive state to be uh, looking to have more and more and more of this. And even in New Jersey, it's toxic now and becoming more toxic. All right, it's um, 855-839-1210. One other uh, quick thing. Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. put this up. The uh, American Red Cross is now asking blood donors if they ever received the COVID vaccine. Apparently, if you answer yes, they wanted you to call ahead to see if you're still eligible. Now, the point being, I'm told, it's something about antibodies. And the vaccine may have disrupted that. And that's why the American Red Cross, one plausible reason, is a little bit suspect of using your blood. Big story out to in which, uh, just the last couple of days, in which the downside of COVID vaccine, as far as uh, myocarditis, et cetera, was a bit higher than the uh, guesstimate was would happen before the vaccine went out. The, uh, the vaccine, I still think, is a great triumph from President Trump, but the overselling of it, the squelching of information where people could make a decision on their own and the mandates, that's the excesses. That's what we went through. And we still haven't had a day of reckoning where we kind of catalog the things we learned from this. One thing we learned from this, kids did not have to be outside of school anywhere near as long as happened during that. Uh, the masking had little or no effect. And the vaccines, like all vaccines, are going to have side effects. And they tried to uh, underestimate grossly the side effects versus what we're seeing in the final analysis. Again, it should have been information out there. People make their decision based upon what they know about themselves, what the best information is about whether they wanted to be vaccinated or not. Instead, you know what we went through. Now, I'm hoping that we see more of that, but in a crowded election cycle, I don't know that that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be more uh, the border, the emotion out of the border, the prosecution of Trump. I really think the winning hand that we just talked with Dave McCormick is on inflation. There's no getting around it. These lame efforts by Bob Casey and Joe Biden to say that corporate America is doing it to you. Big fast food is doing it to you. Not what progressives have done here. They've opened this up and it's baked in and it's going to stay there until we have a new presidency. Uh, Just looking at this at Fox, too, just in one spot coming over those mountains in California, 452 Chinese nationals were caught since Sunday. They guesstimate that means, you know, a thousand or so or close to that might have gotten through. Just think about this. This is a dangerous thing. 
China's the existential threat, sending people here. The other side says we ought to embrace this. These are escapees from tyranny. Well, that's a nice sentiment, but are they? Or is this a fifth column coming into the country one way or the other? All right, uh, 855-839-1210. You get on board here on uh, Talk Radio 1210. And if you missed the uh, beginning of the show, we talked to President Trump with Laura Ingram last night, debating mail-in balloting, publicly at least. He's still not there. Laura Trump on my show, All Hands on Deck, was there. And she mentioned Scott Presler, who'll be here at 2 o'clock today. And again, um, if at all possible, we'll have Linda Kearns on tomorrow, and I want you to ask whatever questions you want about this. It's not a perfect process, but you've got to realize, if you truly want to win, and Trump is sacrificed as much or more than anybody to win, you're not going to win unless we have a well-executed mail-in ballot registration Laura Laura, uh, Trump talked about legal harvesting of votes, all of that. Now, that doesn't discount. Next time I get her on, I'll probe so you can hear a little bit more. I heard people, good, good calls. What about chain of custody? What about all that? Well, first of all, you have to have someone at the polling place throughout the entire election cycle. In Philadelphia, 30 or 40 percent of those polling places don't have a Republican representative. You know, I'm in Pittsburgh, I wonder if it's the same thing. In these uh, Democrat citadels that I'm suspect of, where anything can happen, I wonder if it's the same thing there. Meaning, we may have across Pennsylvania 100 to 150 to 200 or more, maybe even more, polling places where there's no eye for the Republican Party. Now, that should be doable. But I told you what it takes in Philadelphia. I've been through this with people. You show up, you have all the proper paperwork. They say, we don't care what you're saying. We're just not going to let you in here and do it. You can't go downtown for two or three hours and get this straightened out. That's exactly what they want. You got to say, we're coming in. This is legal and have the force to do that. If you're not prepared to do that, then you're going to let Philadelphia continue the nonsense that they've always done. That's what it takes. The Republicans get that. I'm heartened that Laura Trump said a lot of the right stuff. If you missed it, it's up on podcast. All right, so it's 855-839-1210. You get on board. Side question today. Hit us with something you associate with capitalism. You may have a negative. I'm not saying it'll win. That's okay. Is it a person? Is it something about it that is uh, remarkable? I love this one. I'm going to go to this because you can't mention this guy enough. I wish he were alive today. You talk about a genius. Let's go to James in Westtown. Hey, James, good afternoon. How you doing, Don? Good, James. Uh, my great Apple iPhone just went from 100% to 41% battery while I was on hold. And... Uh, I had a comment about also when you were talking about the EVs. Yes. Uh, to plug them in, different companies have different plugs. Now, could you imagine if you went to a different house and every house you went to had a different outlet so you couldn't plug in your appliances? Where, where do these people think 
not have a universal plug for all EVs, hybrids, or whatever. But that's one problem. Second problem is, does anybody in your company listen to your commercials? Because uh, Volvo is advertising a, a 3.99% finance rate during the month of January, which means they got to wait till next year to get that. Second, they're advertising that CPAC is next Wednesday, when it's today. So I don't know if anybody listens to them, but they should, and really make corrections. All right, that's a fair point. Uh, when we hear that, we do uh, yeah. tell the people in charge of that about it. Yep. Okay, now as far as elections, during the 2020 election, the Democrats had a scanning machine that could scan into the envelope, and if they didn't see a signature on the inside envelope, which is required, they would contact that person to correct it. That's what the Democrats did. All right, no one, no one was there watching this. But whatever machine they had, if it was laser or whatever, it could scan the back of the envelope and see if the inside envelope had a signature on it. All right? I don't know if anybody knew about that. And uh, that was about it. As far as the side question, uh, it's Mr. Milton Friedman, the man who wrote the book on capitalism, that if you have a company and you make profits, you give them to the shareholders, you make products that consumers want, that manufacturers want, and with those profits, you can expand, you can invest in other companies. And at the time that I studied it, studied capitalism, they also told about, talked about society, how you would also give societal benefits, whatever profits, part of the profits, to benefit society. Now, I don't think they do that now, but when I learned it, that's what they yeah, were talking about. Yeah, well, look, about. Milton Friedman is a hero of mine. Can't get enough of him. Yeah, he is, yeah. and if he were alive today with the media that we have, he was great on TV. Right. Uh, right. Absolutely. That is a very good one, James. Put you down for that. Uh, Milton Friedman. Uh, but yeah, i got to keep score here today, James. Milton Friedman. Okay. Um, we'll, um, we'll do this throughout the show, the side question if you're new to it. 855-839-1210. That's how you get on board. Coming up. Remember this murder of this Temple student just killed, I mean, you know, all murders, uh, cold-blooded murders, just useless. Uh, But this was tragic in so many different ways, and people remembered it. Well, the killer, for some reason, and I haven't been able to find it out in the media, first of all, shouldn't have been out of jail, Krasner. But in addition to that, only got third-degree murder. I'll tell you about that and your calls coming up with Dom at 855-839-1210. Hey, celebrate American Heart Month with Rescue Natural Supplements. For over 38 years, Rescue brand omega-3s have been providing people with the essentials to fortify heart health, reduce inflammation, and support healthy cholesterol levels. That's why it's the best time to dive into Rescue's February special. Right now, Rescue's most popular products are premium omega-3 fish oil supplements, or buy one, get one free exclusively for American Heart Month. Just use the listener code OMEGA50 when placing your order. Call today at 800-26-LIVE, 800-262-5483. Speak to a knowledgeable product consultant or use the code OMEGA50 online when you visit res-q.com, res-q.com. And don't forget the code OMEGA, O-M-E-G-A, Fifty five zero. When buying one bottle of a Rescue Omega Three, get that second bottle free. Again, use the code O M E G A fifty 
Fortify your heart with a rescue omega-3. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Tom Giordano's show. Good Wednesday. Uh, Great side question today. A lot of good ones. 855-839-1210 to get in. So this um, Temple student, he was a senior. I think he had a couple months to graduate, something like that. Samuel Collington. He was just taking um, clothes. He he lived close by. I mean, he lived on campus, but his family was close by. Coming home on a Sunday, the wash done, clothes ready to go into his apartment, I guess, off campus. And he's killed by this maniac, who I can say that now, who had done other things prior to this, and Krasner let him out. Latif Williams, 19 of Albany, found guilty, but it's third-degree murder here. And I can't find anything that tells me why. I mean, he snuck up on him, had a gun, attacked him, and then killed him. So, uh, once again, no blame on Krasner by the family or anyone else. All anybody wants to say about this is, it's why so many guns? Not things like Krasner, like you're not safe in the Temple area. Despite the best efforts of people, you're not going to be. Particularly while Krasner is DA. You're just not going to be safe there. There is no way. At any moment, anything can happen. Just going back to your apartment and you're murdered right there on a Sunday afternoon in broad daylight. It's another day in in that area. That's exactly what's going to happen. So the headline, oh, man, convicted. And he's convicted of uh, possession of an instrument of crime, illegal possession of a firearm. This guy should have gotten the death penalty. And not six years from now, but next week. Instead, third-degree murder charge. Let's move on to the next murder now. All right, uh, we started off today with um, a couple of things. I just wanted to add, there's, uh, there's a lot of an argument that the Trump lawyers are going to be able to make around this exceedingly excessive fine of $355 million. Eighth Amendment arguments, all right, are right on point with this. And what's going to happen in the end is that that fine is going to be knocked down tremendously. I think they're also going to try to make the argument, though, this is not fraud. It's normal business in the real estate development. If anything, it might be over the line, even by that standard, slightly. And what you get for that is you get a slap on the wrist. Wanted to play you, though, and I, and I feel, I, I don't know, and I want to hear your gut instinct on this. Watching Biden go up and down Air Force One, going up and down the steps again yesterday, it's almost like you don't want to look, but what are we to do when it's so obvious how enfeebled Biden is? And we played you uh, yesterday, historian Douglas Brinkley, who loves the Biden family, and says that uh, Dr. Jill Biden is all in on this. She wants the power. She wants to get revenge. So, Jim, here is uh, Fox and Friends. This is Cut 12 this morning debating Biden and whether or not he ought to wear dress shoes. 
going up and down the steps. It's come to that. Here's what they said. Recently, the president and the White House have been trying to sort of play off the president's age as an asset and play up his experience. Uh, but when he was boarding Air Force One to head to California at Joint Base Andrews, he had a little bit of a stumble on the stairs, uh, heading up heading up the stairs onto Air Force One, and he was wearing these dress shoes that we haven't seen him in as much recently. They've been putting him in sneakers uh, because we had noticed that every time he's wearing the dress shoes seems to be when he is having issues on the stairs. Uh, but he wore those shoes and had a little bit of a stumble going up the stairs. So we will be watching to see if he switches out, switches back to the brand new black hokas that uh, he was spotted wearing in Delaware this past weekend, guys. You would think his team would put, you know, some sort of a grip on those stairs and put him in different shoes. Well, Jackie, and those were the shorter stairs because I, I yeah. think he used to do the full flight and the White House changed that to the, the shorter version, right? Can't somebody just carry him up the stairs? <laughs> I think that's an image that no one wants to see. Um, but, you right. know, typically they have him in the, the Cole Haan sneakers. They're like dress sneakers. And, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, a lot of people wear those, including on the Hill. They're, they're more comfortable. But, you know, the president, especially when he's going to events, uh, likes to wear dress shoes. And seeing him in the, the Cole Haan's has been sort of a recent development in the last six months. But for whatever reason, ditched the dress shoes yesterday and had a slight stumble. I wouldn't say it's the worst of what we've seen. Uh, but, but there's a heightened awareness whenever right. anything like this happens guys well he is 40 times two so now they're <laughs> making a joke about it. 40 times two plus one okay indeed. <laughs> uh on those sneaker dress shoes now i uh i'm gonna see how many guys might have them i would wear them with casual wear they look fine dan has a pair uh not with a dress suit though it looks kind of sloppy with that it's just not a look when i look at the cut of the pants and all but the other thing is, watching this yesterday, and it was played a lot, the other side says it's excessive. Why are you showing he really didn't fall down this time? He had a couple of slips. It's because it's another visual giving you a sense of where this president is and trying to project where he'd be two or three years from now. It's fair. Everything is fair here with the Biden family. Given Joe Biden, given Dr. Jill Biden, Hunter Biden, so the brother is on Capitol Hill today, noted businessman, and I'm using that term loosely. One of the first questions shouted out is, was Hunter Biden still doing crack cocaine in the White House? I think a completely legitimate question, given what's going on here. I am, uh, I, I, and I thought I'd ask, what is the, um, I'll tell you mine, and I know it's not on point. Obviously, Biden's the president. What is the thing that just galls you watching this play out? For me, I'll admit it. It's Hunter Biden. I'm so sick of hearing about privilege and racial privilege and all that. This is the face of exactly what's wrong with privilege. And this is a guy who shamelessly, Hunter Biden, uses the whole addiction mantra. You're coming down on all addicts if you say anything about me shamelessly again and again and again so for me it's hunter biden face of privilege using addiction weaponizing it to blunt all the nonsense he's done all the money he's racked up just all the just lack of any kind of control in his entire life that's what bothers me 
And I wonder if for you, it's maybe it's Dr. Jill Biden. Is that the other thing? That every five seconds we have to say Dr. Jill Biden. Did I say Dr. Jill Biden? My goodness. Come on. Particularly with Douglas Brinkley telling us, the historian, that she loves the White House. She's not going anywhere. And she wants revenge. Or is it uh, Joe Biden, who's been completely incoherent most of his career anyhow? He's been about the biggest gas bag we've ever seen. He is typical of those senators that are stereotypical that we mock. And now, on top of that, he's cognitively challenged. On top of what was already not a pretty picture. All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. Uh, Let's go to Donna in Maryland. And Donna, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hello, Donna. Hi, how are you? Good. Hey, I I just want to parrot what your uh, guest said, um, McCormick. Um, in Maryland, we lost some congressional that should have been won because there wasn't enough touch points with the early ballot, mailing mm-hmm. in ballots. And that that's exactly what they told us in the wrap-up, is that they were hiring union workers to come in from out of county and to follow up with these people who had previously voted but hadn't cast their ballot yet and encouraged mm-hmm. them to do early balloting, mail-in balloting, and then would follow up again and again until they actually got them to mail in their ballot. They would just keep after them. It's almost like harassment. But unfortunately, I think that's the only way you are going to uh, be able to bank these votes, as you say, before the election to see who hasn't voted in and why. Yeah. And not wait to the last minute because, you know, if your kid's sick that day, you're toast. Well, there, so, was a, there was a snowstorm in New York and Democrats in that congressional race had banked their votes. A lot of Republicans the morning into the afternoon may have wanted to vote. Very difficult to right. get to the polls. McCormick, uh, Donna, made mention, too, though, the key are the people that have somewhat voted before, but then they miss right. an election here and there. They're the ones you really want to target because they may or may not show up on election day. They just they're not in the routine. But uh, if you stick with them enough, you can get a good share of them. You should also go for the independents at this point. Yeah. I mean, you really should get after them, um, especially in your state. Now, our state is a lost cause, but, you know, your state should be able to get after them. And the polling, I did poll and it is a long day and they don't let you near what people are doing. You really have to have more than one person mm-hmm. because there's, it's spread out, and there's two different boxes where they put the votes after they pull them out of the machine. I mean, it's a it's a big process, and I think that they're gonna you're gonna have to pay people to actually do that. And I think that's another thing you should, you should the RNC needs to start um, doing GoFundMe's or something to get those those places for paid poll watchers. And I think that's what the Democrats do. They have money somewhere for poll watchers mm-hmm. that are paid. All right. Well, thank um, you. Thanks, Donna. I do think they get paid anyhow in Philadelphia, but pay them more. Pay them whatever we need to do. But no amount of pay, to Donna's point, is going to get some of these poll watchers to go into places in North Philly because they know if they're told, no, we're just not going to let you in here. They know that nobody, Philadelphia police and all the rest in Philadelphia, you're on your own. Uh, I don't know what she meant by it, but Laura Trump mentioned Eric Trump trying to get into a polling place in Pennsylvania. Uh, yesterday and said he had the Secret Service. Thank God, even then, it was dicey. They don't care, Secret Service. This is Philadelphia. 
Yeah, they do in Chicago, too. But what does it matter? Illinois, you're not going to win there. It matters here. Here is all in. We are in the center of the universe. If Trump wins Pennsylvania, he's going to be president. I'm not counting on Michigan. There are good signs in Michigan. I'm just not counting on that state as as much of a swing state. In Wisconsin, they've redistricted. They've done all kinds of things. I am very, very skeptical of that. But Georgia, I'm not. I think Trump has a really good shot at winning Georgia. Arizona, I think he has a really good shot. But the one we need is Pennsylvania. So there's both a burden and a privilege. We are where it's at, meaning right here in Pennsylvania. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Hit me after your call with um, something associated with capitalism, something that you think a person, too, is a good thing. It could be random. It could be outside the box. I see a good one here, a couple really good ones that uh, we're looking for. And uh, coming up, uh, a little bit more of the Attorney General, what she said in an exclusive interview with uh, ABC, that she can't wait, the Attorney General in New York, to jump in there and particularly to seize, can you imagine, Trump Tower. This is the bloodlust. That's what's going on in this case. So I'm glad that Trump is going to have the wherewithal to raise the money to appeal, because on appeal, he knows they're going to knock this down significantly. And it'll give him another opportunity to talk about lawfare. That's exactly what's going on here. All right, your oral health can have an impact on your heart health. I want to tell you about my friend, dentist, and board-certified prosthodontist, Dr. Robert Bentz of the Bentz Group in East Norriton. Talk about it a lot with Dr. Bentz over the years. I'm going to go back there on Tuesday just to get a uh, cleaning and uh connect and see what else he has going on. But we always talk about your mouth and gum disease and gingivitis, how that can actually have a negative effect on your heart. Make an appointment now to see Dr. Bentz because maintaining good oral health contributes to your overall health. Studies have shown a link between oral health and certain pre-existing conditions like diabetes, osteoporosis. Call Dr. Bentz today. He delivers state-of-the-art care for his patients with great service, second to none. Then he has the infrastructure. We'll even show it to you while you're there. That 3D printers. Uh, I mean, it's incredible the convenience and the great outcomes you get with your teeth. Get that beautiful smile that you've always wanted. Visit Bentz, B-E-N-T-Z, dentalgroup.com, or call for that appointment today, 610-272-6949. That's the Bentz, dentalgroup.com, 610-272-6949. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Dom Giordano Show, 855-839-1210. Scott Presler will be with us today at uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, shouted out several times on the show yesterday by Laura Trump. Put him in charge of the grassroots movement, register people, mail-in balloting. She even said legal harvesting of votes. I think the RNC is going to have a massive improvement with the two people who will be co-chairs. That's the sense that I get. Uh, just automatically getting rid of Ronna McDaniel makes him better, adding by subtracting, big time. And that will be a critical need because that's the conduit of the ground troops, of the money, of a lot of stuff 
that uh, goes on. So we've been talking about that. But here, uh, just put another little dash on it of how excessive this is. And look, the Court of Appeals in New York in this um, alleged fraud case, they're going to be looking at this. It's political, too, with them. They hear this attorney general. Here's Attorney General of New York, James, cut 11, telling us she's prepared, meaning she can't wait to seize Trump's buildings. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Trump was held liable for exaggerating his wealth and inflating the value of his real estate so banks would give him low interest loans. Trump insisted the banks liked doing business with him. They said no victim, no one got harmed, the banks got paid back. So no harm, no foul. Why is that not the case in your view? So financial frauds are not victimless crimes. He engaged in this massive amount of fraud and it wasn't just a simple mistake, a slight oversight. The variations were wildly exaggerated and the extent of the fraud was staggering. Trump said the penalty against him would drive other businesses out of New York. Will appeal, will be successful, I think, because frankly, if we're not successful, New York State is gone. But the state's attorney general told us she's not worried. And last I checked, tourism is up and Wall Street is doing just fine. Cockiness. Yeah, we're cocky here. We'll see about that. Now, it's not overnight. You're not going to bring down New York as the hub just because of this one case. But they can be hurt. They can be damaged. And we'll see how many people say, you know what? I see exactly what went on here. I don't think it would happen to me. And I, I've built this as the best example of maybe Trump's greatest appeal to people in this whole thing. He's taken one for the team. By that, I mean in this, he would not, if he were not running for president again, this never would have happened. You know, even despite the antagonism before and this woman wanting to get him, there's no way they would go through this. This is all about hitting him in so many places as you possibly can to take him down and to revel in it and to make your political career out of bloodlust of people wanting this. So uh, there's no doubt in my mind, this is the biggest way to hit back at Trump. Yeah, taking away his liberty if it were jail, but that's uncertain. Taking away money in this manner and the ability to run your company, those are really harsh blows. And this attorney general is reveling in that kind of attention. So when the appeals court gets that, they're going to take all this into account. I would be shocked. I don't think they are going to overturn it, but they are going to drop this down dramatically. And in doing that, this will be much like the hair report. Remember that? The, he testifies in March. The guy who um, did the report on President Biden and classified documents. And what that means is when this happens, the appeals court is going to have to give the rationale for why they dropped so much. Let's say they drop it by a couple hundred million dollars or more. They're going to have to give that reasoning. As far as why. And that's when they're going to get into the excesses of this. They'll probably cite the Eighth Amendment. They'll probably cite that this is almost business as usual, pretty much, when it comes to what happens in the real estate world, particularly in New York City. 
I'm not sure of how quickly, I'd say maybe within three months, you'll see from this appeals court. If that happens, then we'll be back to, um, but, but it is benefiting Trump politically. It is seen, again, when people hear the figure, other than the Colbert audience, they think, yeah, this is uh, excessive. When you tell them there's no victim here, who's the victim? When you tell them the big banks were so satisfied with it, they wanted to do more business with Trump. So what's the beef here? This is lawfare. Next up, we have Stormy Daniels again, the Alvin Bragg case, part two. More of the same. In case you have to worry about, Jack Smith is much better than these guys. The January 6th case, and it's in Washington. We'll see a relitigation of January 6th, and it's going to be interesting. I, I just believe, as a matter of fact, proving what Trump's mindset was based upon what he said That is a very, very difficult thing. But remember, you'll have a judge who was the harshest on January 6th defendants, and you'll have a D.C. jury. You know what happened with Watergate, et cetera. That's where the danger point is. All right, let's go to Joe in Exton here on uh, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe, good afternoon. Uh, Yes. Hello, Dom, and good Wednesday afternoon. My representation of capitalism is the Wall Street bull, which signifies American financial prosperity and growth. Yeah, without a doubt. Joe, have you ever been to uh, Wall Street itself? Have you ever been to the exchange while it's operational? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Um, but I've uh, heard it on the radio or TV. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's not as intense as you would think. It all seems to be kind of electronic now. Okay, the Wall Street Bull, that is a good one. All right, we'll take more uh, coming up. Scott Presler at 2 o'clock, 855-839-1210. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. A lot of uh, blowback I see all over the place. Why are people so upset? The claim being, didn't you realize they were juveniles with the Kansas City shooters? Well, it turns out two of them are adults. And the reason might be uh, we are 11 months looking at this piece today at Daily Wire after the Nashville Christian School shooting, and police still will not release the manifesto of the trans shooter that we know was trans And this seems to be a large part of Audrey Elizabeth Hale, the 26-year-old, 28-year-old woman uh, who stormed into the Covenant School and murdered six people, including three nine-year-olds. Now, this is um, Nashville, too. It's not Philadelphia or something. And yet, we have no knowledge of that. We still don't know with the Supreme Court who it is that leaked What's that, uh, two and a half years now, roughly? The ultimate uh, document on sending abortion or Roe v. Wade back to the states? We still don't know about the cocaine in the White House, even though it's supposed to be the most secure building in the world. On and on and on it goes. And it's always a flippant claim. You people are nuts. Now, you know, I'm the anti-conspiracy guy, by and large. But that doesn't mean... Things that are right in front of you that are colluded to, I don't accept and see and call out. Here's one. Why don't we have 
that doc. Well, why do you want the document? We know exactly why you want that document. Yeah, you're right. We do because we see these connections that are overlooked and often end in tragedy. So what would be the upside of seeing this? The upside of seeing this might to be able to make the point that we are in uh, deep territory here with a lot of these issues of transitioning, trans, etc. cetera. Uh, Dr. Phil on Joe Rogan talking about the difficulty of detransitioning with a lot of young people who have made a choice that is often life-altering. How about the psychological aspects of this? All right, those have to be considered here. Is that what happened here with the manifesto of the trans shooter in Nashville? 11 months. And still, I don't know. I know people are trying freedom of information and all the rest of it. What the blockage is, is it state law or not? But you put these things together all in one package. And what they come out to mean is the media and often Police authorities, government authorities, if they don't like the narrative, like in Kansas City, they're going to take their time, they're going to move past it, they're not going to jump in. If they like the narrative for political, social reasons, then it's going to go the other way. All right, coming up, the great Scott Presler is with us, called out yesterday, shouted out by Laura Trump. We'll find out uh, how it's going with him and what he thinks of an RNC role. He's next here on Talk Radio 1210. D-Day, June 6, 1944. This is not another luxury tour. It's a pilgrimage, and you know why. The 80th anniversary of the momentous event that you and I call D-Day, Operation Overlord. The invasion that sealed the fate of Adolf Hitler. Be there for the ceremonies, the only day of the year to meet survivors of the invasion. Eleven big days in Europe, fully escorted by America's leading expert on France, and the D-Day invasion, Ken Chase. All this, fifty-five eighty-nine, including airfare. The Champagne Day trip, the City of Light, Paris, the Battle of the Balls, General Patton's gravesite, the Siegfried Line, Mulberry Harbor, Utah and Juneau, even at King Tiger, Bastogne, the Foxholes. You will see where the Rangers amazingly scaled the cliffs at Pointe du Ha and Santa Mare Iglese. It's June 6th. This event sells out quickly. Call them, 888-733-9494, or go to conservativetours.com. Ken Chase is incredible. And this is Omaha Beach on June 6th. Be there. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.